Could a true freshman be one of the five biggest defensive players that Penn State has in 2021? Let's discuss. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Locked On Nittany Lions. I am your host, Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, contributor to AthlonSports.com, and of course, once again, we are diving into this Penn State defense and taking a look at another key player that the defense has lined up for the 2021 season. Or do they? We'll talk a little bit about that as the show progresses. Of course, I want to make sure that you are never missing a single episode of Locked on Nittany Lions by subscribing to us and following us on your favorite podcasting app. We highly recommend that Odyssey app, which is a great way to stay in tune with everything going across the Locked on Podcast Network. But you can also get your favorite radio stations, your sports talk stations, your music stations. You can even listen to live baseball where markets allow. So check out the Odyssey app on your phone. Of course, we're available on every other podcasting app as well. So if you follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts, whatever you're using, we don't care as long as you're listening to us every single time we have a new episode for you. And of course, leave those five-star ratings and reviews coming in on those various podcasting apps. It is the best way to help support the show and help us grow across those podcasting platforms. And it's going to be a lot of fun between now and the start of the season. So make sure you are following along on your podcasting app of choice. And of course, every Friday, we will shout out to a number of you who leave those five-star readings and reviews, show our appreciation for your support. And of course, we are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, all using the username of Locked On Nittany. Before we move on, I do want to remind you guys that I am battling a pretty heavy cold right now. So if you can hear it in my voice, if you've been listening for a while, uh, you hear me sounding a little bit differently. Don't worry. I am powering through this because I'm going to get through it. This is the worst time of the year to have a cold. As far as I'm concerned, summer colds are the worst colds. But when it is excessively hot and the temperatures are only going up this week here where I am, uh, it's very difficult to get through. But I am going to power through this and make sure we deliver some good quality Penn State related content for you. In our previous episode, we took a look at one of the biggest returning players for Penn State, of course, which is safety Jaquan Brisker. There's no question that he is the anchor of this Penn State secondary, which I expect to be very good. And it looks like it's going to be even deeper than initially perceived because we have already seen the emergence of one of its next biggest stars in the making in Kalen King. Cornerback four-star recruit of the class of 2021 an early enrollee has already left an impact on this Penn State defense just with what he showed in the spring let's rewind a little bit okay because let's take a look at how he arrived at Penn State before we dig into what's going to happen coming up this upcoming season of course what's notable about Kalen King is he is one half of a twin brother combo which both committed to Penn State, that being a twin brother Kobe, who's going to be playing linebacker for Penn State, or at least as the start of here, uh, as they get started at Penn State. But these two committed together out of Detroit, Michigan. Another nice recruiting hall for Penn State out of the Detroit area. Penn State has been having some good success recruiting in the Detroit area, the Detroit metro area in Michigan, which has been very good for the Nittany Lions. It's always good to go into a state like Michigan, which if you haven't known, 
uh, is the home state of the Michigan Wolverines and the Michigan State Spartans. And, of course, Ohio State is not that far away either from the state of Michigan. So it's always nice to go into a Big Ten East opponent's uh, stomping grounds, basically, and come out of there with some prizes. I'm not saying that Penn State gets every top recruit out of the state of Michigan, but anytime you can have any kind of recruiting victory in Michigan or in Ohio – uh, and, and pull in one of those guys that maybe was either flying under the radar or just wasn't able to make that sales pitch to these guys. It's always a nice victory on the recruiting trail. And Penn State got a combo package with the double commitment of Kalen King and Kobe King. But let's just focus more on Kalen King because a lot of the recruiting process is very similar for Kobe King. So they kind of follow uh, hand in hand. I feel like they were always going to go to the same school anyway. But as far as Kalen King is concerned, we're talking again about a four-star recruit at the cornerback uh, position. And Penn State was very early on making an offer to Kalen King. Not necessarily the first. I think uh, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, and Iowa State were the schools that I saw had placed an offer by the time Penn State came around. But once Penn State does come around, uh, it's basically Penn State or bust. There were a whole ton of other offers that came his way. But getting a chance to attend the blue-white game in 2019 seems like it was the tipping point. Because once he gets to that blue-white game, it's pretty much Penn State or bust from there on. He does attend the junior day in January of 2020, which again is a very key point on the recruiting calendar. Because if you rewind to 2020, you get a chance to make an on-campus visit in January. Folks, we all know what happened shortly after January and February and March. Things shut down. And that really created a lot of wrinkles for the entire recruiting process for many schools, many players. And I don't know if that actually benefited Penn State or not, but he didn't get a chance to attend any other visits between attending that blue-white game and basically when he decided to commit to Penn State. Uh, There may have been another visit here or there, but it wasn't anything major like a spring game or a big junior day event. So Penn State got a visit at a very key point in the calendar. And again, I'm not sitting here and saying that that is the reason he is a Nittany Lion today, but it certainly didn't hurt Penn State's chances, right? They got really a chance to leave the last big impression before the world shut down. So... Here we are. Fast forward here. He commits in April of 2020. He signs his letter of intent in December of 2020. He enrolls in January of this year, and that allows he and his brother to start working out with the football program, going through the full spring football practices. We already know Kalen King left a very major impression on Penn State fans and the coaching staff coming out of the spring. In our next segment, we'll take a quick look at some of the things that James Franklin had to say about Kalen King and start to figure out exactly what we should be expecting from him in 2021. This episode is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto, and I am here to tell you that Rock Auto makes everything incredibly easy for me anytime I need to buy something for my car. I've said before, I know nothing about cars. All I know is the make and model of what I'm driving, and fortunately, that's all I need to know when I go to rockauto.com because no matter what I need for my car, all I do is go to rockauto.com. I enter the make and model of my vehicle, and it brings up their entire catalog of everything they have specifically 
for my vehicle. That's right, no going to the auto parts store, looking lost and confused as you're staring at a wall of products, trying to look through that cross-reference guide that they have attached to the, the aisles, trying to find exactly what the model number you need for whatever wiper you need. Well, you don't have to do that with rockauto.com. They make it incredibly simple and easy and straightforward for you, and they give you the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a novice or an expert when it comes to cars. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Are you following us on Facebook? If not, now's a great time to go and give our page a like. Go to facebook.com slash lockedonnitney. And, of course, we're continuing to take a look at some of the key players for Penn State in 2021. And I will say I'm probably going out on a little bit of a limb right now. And I'll get to a little bit more why I say that in the next segment. But Kalen King, I think, has a very good chance to be an impactful player. I'm just not really sure exactly when that's going to be. But this much we know right now. James Franklin and his entire coaching staff are very high on Kalen King. And, you know, they were already high on him coming in out of the recruiting process and getting him involved with the, the spring football workouts and the spring football practices. I don't know if they necessarily expected to come away as impressed as they currently seem to be. James Franklin really made headlines this spring when he called Kalen King. I, I don't know if I have this word for word, but he called him the most advanced freshman they've had at Penn State, basically. And that is saying a lot because Penn State has recruited some really good players during James Franklin's tenure. And I've said this before. James Franklin knows how to recruit. And if you take a look at the players that they have brought in in various recruiting classes, there are some really good players that have come through Happy Valley as being recruited by James Franklin. A number of them just went off into the NFL draft. Michael Parsons was drafted by James Franklin. Pat Frymuth, uh, Odafe Owe, of course, uh, was a little bit of a project early on, but he turned out to be one of the more, uh, more effective defensive linemen for sure. And the recruiting class that involved those guys also included Jahad Dotson and uh, you know Jaquan Brisker, which we just talked about, uh, came out of the JUCO ranks. But this is a true freshman that is already wowing James Franklin, I think, in ways that I don't know if anybody necessarily anticipated. Yes, Caleb King came in. Uh, things were big. Things were expected from him, but to make the kind of impact and first impression that he has made. It's pretty unrivaled to borrow the catchphrase of Penn State football. Uh, this is a really good uh, outlook for his upcoming future at Penn State. Now, of course, James Franklin, very high on Kalen King coming out of the spring. Uh, and he left a really good first impression on a lot of fans that got a chance to go to one of those spring football practices that they had. Not necessarily a full blue-white game, but first chance fans get to go to Beaver Stadium since 2019. And they came away impressed watching Kalen King get a chance to play in a spring football live scrimmage in front of fans for the first time. And he left them with uh, some memorable moments, including his first interception early in the first spring practice that they had, uh, returning it for a touchdown. First score of the spring scrimmage, scored by a true freshman that just enrolled a couple of months earlier. That is a really good way to get things started. That's going to get a lot of buzz, and it certainly did, not just around the Penn State circles, but Kayla King has already been recognized as one of the top freshmen that could have an impact on the upcoming season, certainly down the line uh, by different media outlets that have been covering uh, college football this spring. 
Kaitlin King was absolutely a spring winner. He was recognized by the Penn State coaches at the end of the spring as one of the top defensive players and certainly one of the, the top newcomers. And I think there's a lot of excitement now moving forward. Now, I will go, go back with a little bit of caution because I don't want to get too carried away by what a freshman does in the spring. We've been down that path before, but is this something a little bit different? Could very well be, right? So that's the that's the hope here as Penn State moves forward with Kalen King and seeing what he can do to create some of the same kind of plays he made in the spring. Uh, he, I think he had two interceptions in the spring, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the one that was returned for a touchdown, that is as good of a first impression as you can possibly get when you are a freshman cornerback coming in just a couple of months on campus and you're making the play of the spring really as far as we're all concerned here because that's the only play that anybody specifically remembers from the spring and now a month and a half two months later whatever it is so yeah i would say that uh, things are trending in a very good direction for kaylin king but again i go back to being just slightly cautious about uh, getting too overwhelmed with a first impression from a freshman uh, not to saying that I'm going to pour water, cold water on the, the hopes and anticipation for what Kayla King is going to do. But I'm going to say in the next segment, I'm not exactly sure how soon we're actually going to see Kayla King making those kinds of plays on a regular basis in this Penn State defense. It could very well be early on, but I think that there's this is a secondary that's a little bit deep and has a little bit of opportunity to play a couple different players. Let's talk about that coming up in the next segment. So I'm going to ask you guys one more time, what is your favorite Built Bar flavor? And I ask that because I've been talking about Built Bars for quite a while now, and I'm not going to be stopping because they are a part of my daily routine. I'm serious. Every day when I make my lunch before I go to work, I make sure to throw in a Built Bar. And the best part about the Built Bar is there is a variety of flavors to choose from. There's something out there for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a coconut fan or salted caramel. Maybe you like the peanut butter brownie or the mint brownie. These flavors sound like they're too good to be true, right? Well, the best thing about Built Bar flavors is they're great tasting, but they're also healthy too. Most of the flavors they have come with 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories, only four grams sugar and only four grams net carbs. You can fit them into a diet, whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, or if you're on a keto diet, you want to make sure you check them out for yourself at builtbar.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at bar underscore built. Get the first word whenever they have limited edition releases, which you have to pounce on by the way, but go to builtbar.com, find the flavors that are suitable for you. And don't forget to use the promo code locked 15 and you'll save 15% off your first order. Once again, use the Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. I'm going to do a quick social experiment. I want to know how many people are actually listening to this podcast. So make sure you send me a tweet on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany and just say hi. That's all I want your tweet to say. Just say hi to LockedOnNittany on Twitter. Let me know that you actually listen to this part of the podcast. Anyway, we are talking about Kalen King, one of the top freshmen to come in at Penn State. James Franklin is in love with him. He says he's the most advanced freshman they've had at Penn State during his time. He's probably right about that. And he is certainly off to a really great start given what we saw in the spring. But the big question is, what kind of a role will he actually have in the fall? And the reason I say that is, as great as the future outlook for Kalen King looks at this point in time, and it does look really good, the question is, how soon do we actually see that on the field? And the reason I bring that up is because this secondary, as I said in our last podcast when we were talking about Jaquan Brisker, is really deep. This is a really talented secondary, and it's probably the biggest strength of this team going into the 2021 season 
as optimistic as I am about the offense, I think that the defensive secondary is, without a doubt, the position units. I'm going to combine them all together, cornerback and safety. It's the position unit that I am most comfortable with going into the upcoming season because you got Jaquan Brisker back. who's already re- regarded as one of the top safeties in the Big Ten, maybe even the nation. And you have the return of Tariq Castro-Fields. And then you throw in some of the other players that have been rising through the ranks and making their own names for themselves, including Joey Porter Jr. You also have Keaton Ellis. You also have Johnny Dixon, who transferred over from South Carolina with some starting experience in the SEC. And then you also have a guy like Marquise Wilson, who, of course, is being discussed and experimented with and worked on as a guy that can play some wide receiver as well. I don't know if he's necessarily going to be making a full position change to wide receiver or if they're going to work with him both ways just to see if something can click and spark something on the offense to complement Jahad Dotson. But there are so many different weapons available in the secondary, either at the cornerback position or the safety position. I didn't even mention Jonathan Sutherland, another guy that is worth keeping a close eye on. But the the position units between cornerback and safety are in pretty good hands. And they're even better now that they've got Kalen King kind of padding the depth with some really good quality beneath all of that. So how far do we how far do we go into the season before Kalen King starts getting some looks and seeing what he can do. I mean, odds are at the start of the season, he's very much going to be a backup who gets uh, called in on second team duty, maybe even third team duty at the start of the year. And you hope that you're going to get him some reps in some games where the decision is already pretty much made. I don't think you want to throw him into the heat of the moment right away in games against Wisconsin and Auburn in two out of the first three weeks. Maybe you do. Maybe you're comfortable with that. Maybe you do feel confident that he can step right onto the field and have the same kind of impact that he had in spring football practices in live big game situation against teams that have some pretty good offensive players. You know, Auburn's not necessarily going to pass all over Penn State, but uh, it's certainly a challenge. And then, of course, uh, if if you're Wisconsin, you've got Graham Mertz, who I think is going to have a little bit more of a a confident 2021 season after a really good start in 2020, kind of uh, took some steps back along the way. But you know, Wisconsin is a dangerous team. Auburn is a dangerous team. So I don't know how soon you have those opportunities to get Kalen King into a live game situation. Maybe it's that week two game against Ball State. Certainly the week four game against Villanova. That's probably where you'll see most Kalen King, at least in the first month of the season. And then you see how the rest of the season plays out. If this secondary is going to be as good as I think it is, I don't know how often you're going to see Kalen King making some big reps uh, within the, the either the starting lineup or maybe there's a rotation that's being used. I do think, though, that he is talented enough to work into the picture every now and then. And then if things go well, maybe get him some more opportunities as the season goes on. But again, that's why I'm thinking as much as I am anticipating that we're going to see a lot of Kalen King in the coming years, and for good reason, I just don't know how soon we actually see him having the same kind of impact. So why am I including him in a list of the five key defensive players for Penn State in 2021? Well, because he's a little bit of the wild card factor. Because maybe you're going to need him at some point. Maybe somebody gets injured. Maybe things don't go well for a certain player. Maybe you need to change things up a little bit. Maybe Kalen King is that guy that comes in and provides a little bit of a spark, a little bit of youthful energy. And maybe that's what you need to create a big play on defense to turn the tide of any game or situation in your favor. 
Throwing a freshman out there, a true freshman, as talented as he may be, it can be risky, especially in a Big Ten that has a lot of really good quarterbacks and wide receivers in particular. Penn State's going to face a lot of really good wide receivers around the Big Ten this year. So that's why you want to be a little bit careful with getting Kalen King involved and seeing where his opportunities are going to be. They're going to come. I don't know how soon, but maybe a little bit more in the second half of the season compared to the first half. I do think, though, that he is very much a key player worth keeping a very close eye on in 2021. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Dittany Alliance. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We will continue taking a look at some of the five key defensive players for this Penn State defense as we move forward. And of course, we want to make sure you're following us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or even on iHeartRadio. So whatever you use to listen to podcasts these days, make sure you're following along. Totally free to do so. And then, of course, leave those five-star ratings and reviews wherever available. It really helps us continue to grow the podcast, and it is the best way to show your support for us moving forward. And we're going to pay it back. We are going to continue shouting out you guys for your five-star reviews and whatever we see them. So make sure you leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Take a screenshot of them and tweet them to us, too, so we make sure that we get back to you as well. You can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch as well. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can follow me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Thank you for bearing with me as I continue to battle through this cold. And make sure you check out all my Penn State coverage and commentary over on NittanyAlliancewire.com, a part of the USA Today sports media group. I'm also on Patreon at Patreon.com slash KevinMcGuire. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and bearing with me one more time. We will continue to move forward with another look at another key defensive player coming up in the next podcast. Mm-hmm.